All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 75 of the Biohacker Babes. This is our final episode of season three. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Lauren. I'm here with my sister Renee. Hello. And we had an incredible season. Thank you all so much for tuning in, whether you're just getting started or if you've been with us from the beginning or just this season, we're so happy that you are here all the time. And we really just wanted to take this opportunity to recap everything that we talked about. We had such a wide range of topics this season, but there were a couple of themes that kind of ran throughout. 
And we thought it'd be nice to just breeze through those, recap, really bring them home because there are some really important topics and practices that we believe are essential to balancing your health, your wellness, your athletic performance, and optimizing your overall health. That's why we're here, right? I also selfishly love to hear these episodes again because hearing something a second and a third time not only helps to digest the information better, but I'm always picking up on something I didn't hear before which is crazy to think. Like I was present during all of these interviews and listening back, I'm like, oh, wow. It's like hearing it for the first time. Is that just me? I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm with you on that. I know I spent the weekend listening to a bunch of the episodes again and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to start doing that. How did I miss that before? So yeah, it's always a good recap. Even in the episodes just with the two of us, Renee, I learn so much from you. And sometimes when you're caught up in a conversation, it's really difficult to fully just shut off your own brain and and fully listen to the other speaker. So I hear more from you when I go back. And I think just taking a step back and seeing the big picture and then tying in all of these ideas that we've heard, you really start to just get a sense of what's really important. Like what is really sinking to the bottom is, is the foundation of our health. Yeah. And I learn so much from you every time as well, Lauren, but you're right. I think when you are being the podcast host, you know, you're, you're taking in the information, but you're also, you know, interacting at the same time. So sometimes it's a little bit tricky. So yeah, it's been (laughs) great to go back and then really just revisiting all the episodes. Like you said, like what's at the foundation of health for all of these experts and all of us, like there's a lot of common themes that keep circling back, you know, even from season one and season two, but Yeah, but repetition is good, right? I think the more we hear something, you guys already know what's coming. We're going to talk about sleep. It's number one. (laughs) We're going to repeat that over and over again, but we're going to kick off with the most topical topic of the year. (laughs) We can't avoid it. it. You're probably really tired of hearing about it, (laughs) but it is 2020. So it's 2020. It's the year of COVID-19. We did two episodes on this. So Renee had her own experience with it. So we did an intro episode to that and we gave some tips to sort of lessen that burden if and when you do experience that. And then we also brought on Ryan, Renee's husband, to hear his experience because it's really interesting to hear like a non-health person go through this. So someone who I think like uh, inherits a lot of wisdom from you, Renee, because he's just around you all the time. It was really, really cool to just to hear his opinion and perspective and yeah. Yeah. So, um, and if anyone wants to scroll back, we'll try and share the episode numbers as we go. So episode 51 was my experience and then episode 60 was with Ryan, but you're right. Listening to his perspective on all this, like, you know, one of the things he said, and I'll actually quote him, he said, it would definitely be a crime if through this whole experience we're all going through with COVID, if the wake up call doesn't occur that we need to be preparing ourselves before something like this happens and not just be reactive and try to solve it on the spot. So hearing someone, like you said, that's not a health practitioner, that's like, hey guys, this is a wake-up call. We need to be focusing on our health. I I just loved hearing that from him. (laughs) Ryan, if I didn't know better and I heard that quote on TV, I would have thought it was, you know, a scientist or someone that was like really pushing health research. It's just such an incredible statement. So (laughs) yeah. And like you said, I think just hearing the experience of going through it, it's funny. We recorded these, what, back in June or July, and here we are in December. And I'm still talking to people that say they haven't met anyone that has had COVID-19. So, Mm. you know, if you're curious what it's like, I always recommend checking those episodes out. 
<laughs> yeah. And in those episodes, we talk about the aura ring study. If you haven't heard of that, Renee and I both have an aura ring where we track our sleep and recovery. And aura has done an incredible amount of research with COVID-19 and they featured Renee and Ryan in an article. We'll put that in the show notes because that was a really cool thing. But we know there's a lot of genetic differences, right? Rhonda Patrick talks about this. So we've looked at our genetic reports to see, you know, what could your expression be? It could be very different from the next person. You're seeing that. Like some people are asymptomatic. Some people are having a lung distress. Some people are just having loss of taste and smell. Some people are not experiencing anything. I know someone that drank tequila all the way through their COVID-19 and it's totally fine. So. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Never know. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I heard someone the other day. Um, can't remember who I was talking with. That uh, the wife was saying uh, her husband has COVID nineteen, so she is staying with a friend while he gets through it. And he was texting her, "Do you know why my wine shipment hasn't showed up yet?" She was like, "I guess he's feeling okay." Oh, <laughs> he was worried about his wine shipment. Oh yeah, I mean, oh. if I ever crave alcohol or coffee, I know that I'm okay. It's yeah, the second yeah. that I look at coffee and feel sick to my stomach, I'm like, oh no, something's wrong. <laughs> Something's off. Oh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and on the on the genetic part, we'll talk about this uh, later in the episode, but self-decode, um, he also put together a COVID risk analyzer. So that's yeah, really cool. too. So I think the bottom line with this COVID stuff, it's really, really personal. And of course it's new not really new. Coronaviruses have been around, but this expression of it is different. We don't know a ton, but we do know that there's a a high degree of personalization. That's why we talk about biohacking. That's why we talk about asking the right questions and going deeper because the more intimate you can be with your personal metabolic and immune health, the greater you will be, or the the better you'll be off when something like this does happen. Yeah. And if I can just throw something in, I just started a new book yesterday that really pertains to this topic called the immunity fix. I was like, Oh, I'll just read a couple pages. I looked down and I was like on page 50. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was just sucked into it. And it's like very, I mean, it's just a lot of great information with what we're dealing with today. So, um, I'm already going to recommend that book to anyone that wants to learn more about it. Immunity fix. Buy it for me. Thanks. (laughs) Uh Oh, Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's really interesting too, that we're seeing the, so much research come out right here. We are in December, but I think one of the really big factors we're seeing is those with poor glucose control are having a harder time with COVID, right? I mean, we're hearing a lot about vitamin D and metabolic dysfunction, but this glucose control is so important. And we know that metabolic health is an important factor, you know, not just overall health, but the negative side effects. So I think that's a good switch into our next topic. We had multiple episodes about blood sugar and they were actually our best performing episodes. We, we hear you guys, you really were interested in this topic. So we'll that's have to fascinating. More. that's what I would want to listen to. This is like the number one thing for me right now. I cannot stop thinking about looking at researching blood sugar. I think it's so, so, so important yeah. and so fascinating. Yeah. There's always yeah. something else coming out of the weeds. I'm like, whoa. Actually, a funny story the other night, I had some friends over and uh, one of my friends was in the bathroom and we were, the rest of us were in the kitchen talking and I was talking about using a CGM, a continuous glucose monitor. And I was just saying how I think being able to control your glucose, 
you're going to manage your weight, your brain function, your immune system. I'm like, you know, anti-aging, I'm listing off all these things. My friend comes running out of the bathroom. He's like, whatever you're talking about, I want it. (laughs) I was like, I'm talking about glucose control. Sold. What a good salesperson you are. Yeah, no, it's so important. So we know it's at the root of metabolic dysfunction and this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Like Dr. Casey Means really kept repeating this. So if you don't know who Dr. Casey Means is, check out her episode. It's number 58. We also had her on a second time for a Q&A and also a deeper dive, episode 61. So she is one of the doctors behind Levels Health, the CGM, Continuous Glucose Monitor, that Renee and I often wear in our arm. It's a little needle that goes into your arm, constantly measures your blood sugar. It's not just about food. It's about your body's response to stress, to sleep, to exercise, really just these trends that are happening throughout the day really highly correlates with stress. So I think that is really powerful. But Levels is taking wearables kind of to a whole new level where we're really personalizing health. And a big takeaway from her episodes is that, you know, the glycemic index, I think is not really that useful, right? It's so personal. So I don't know. I I don't know why I keep coming back to this stupid analogy, but like a banana could spike me and it could not spike you. Actually, Renee, what is our weird connection? I can, I can do pineapple and you can't. Right. That was one that we saw drastic. I mean, in general, I just don't do great with fruit. And I really saw that. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really shocking for people that think fruit is the holy grail of health. I think a lot of people are always trying to eat more fruits and vegetables, but you know, we need to exercise caution and we also need to make sure that the foods we're consuming are actually giving us the desired response. And the CGM, it's data. We, like the data doesn't lie. It's really, um, there's no way around that. Yeah. And we, I mean, we talk a lot about data this season. There's so many different things that we can be testing, but I think, something really interesting, Dr. Casey said that a lot of the work with levels started from this study called personalized nutrition by prediction of glycemic responses. So that kind of started the path towards CGMs, but it also started the path towards uh, a stool analysis that we actually did called day two, where they're looking at your gut microbiome and how you're processing food and how that's then affecting your glucose. So just multiple things came out of this one study, just again, proving how everyone's glucose response is different. And one of my favorite quotes that she said was metabolic health is health. You Mm. cannot disconnect that. If you're not metabolically healthy, you're not healthy. And now we're hearing on the news, right? Increased risk for a virus is if you're, you know, metabolically unhealthy. Yeah. So we really hope that everyone is going to be able to experience this at some point. I, well, I do believe that at some point it's going to be accessible and very inexpensive to all. It's really trending in that direction for a good reason. So if you can get your hands on a CGM, we have our code Biohacker Babes helps you to skip the wait list, but they did just go public. And so they are going to be more affordable. <laughs> you also yeah. can check out Keto Mojo, which is an at-home finger prick, which we will talk about soon because we had Dorian Green out on the show. Um, what else with Dr. Casey? I mean, there's so many reasons why glucose can spike and drop. Inflammation, she talks about glycation, which is a really important topic. If you don't know about it, listen to that episode 61. Oxidative stress. There's so much information that's coming into our bodies through food. So just because it's quote unquote healthy doesn't mean it's healthy for you. I know we say that over and over again, but 
Um, another big takeaway from this episode, I thought it was interesting. We kind of dug in and asked her some questions about the carnivore diet because she is plant-based. And she said that all of these key thought leaders are really, they're looking at the same research. We're just interpreting it a little bit differently. And I don't think anyone is wrong. Like if you look at Paul Saladino, who only eats meat and says that plants don't want to be eaten, it's sort of like the reverse argument that vegans have. You know, we have, and Dr. Casey explained it as we have all these redundant pathways in the body. Like, for example, you can make butyrate from being in ketosis, but you also can make butyrate from eating fiber-rich vegetables. Like there are multiple ways. So again, it's not, there's not one size fits all. And I know that's a little sciencey and maybe it doesn't matter. The point is if you track it, if you self-quantify, then you'll know. The data doesn't lie. Yeah. And I love that she talks about all the hard work that she puts into her plant-based diet. It's not just, okay, I'm not eating meat. I mean, she's testing her omega-3s and her B12 and she's looking in her refrigerator and saying, okay, that's a good source of magnesium and that's zinc. Let me combine them. And that's this amino acid and that amino acid. Let me combine them. Like she really is putting in the work. She, I mean, she's an absolute genius. I could just listen to her yeah. all day. But just to prove, like, you know, you can do plant-based, you can do carnivore, but you got to put the work in and make sure it's right for you and test, assess, address, as Dorian from Keto Mojo would say. Yeah. And just a last bit of, bit of advice from her. She said, if you are interested in going plant-based, you have to do the research. And she um, introduced some some key thought leaders in that space, like Michael Greger, Caldwell Esselstyn, Joel Furman, Garth Davis, Cyrus Kambata. She said, you really need to do a lot of research before you start. Please don't just decide that you're going meat-free and tomorrow, like, be done with it. You need to really do the work. So speaking of blood sugar, some other effects from this. We know there's a huge effect on blood sugar from drinking alcohol. Welcome, yes. neurotoxins. Alcohol is a poison to your body. Renee and I both drink it. We love it. I can't imagine ever completely cutting it out, but we had some really interesting conversations with James Swanick and Todd Waite uh, to sort of enlighten us on this. Do you want to kick that yeah. off, Renee? Yeah. I, I mean, it was a really good combination on the topic. Um, so, so James Swanick, to start off, he talks about the alcohol-free lifestyle And I just really appreciate his approach to it. And, you know, he talks about the sneaky ways that alcohol affects your life and the vicious cycle. Like this really stuck with me how he said, you know, you have, you know, a couple drinks Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, you wake up, you're not feeling your best. So you make two less calls. Let's say you're like a salesperson. You make two less calls. That's two less deals. And then that's $10,000 less you're going to make that month. And And then you're a little bit irritable at nights and then you get in a fight with your boyfriend and, you know, just like the vicious cycle. And I'm like, I I can totally see that. Like I have woke up some mornings where I'm like, I'm not at the top of my game because I had a drink the night before. So I think just really appreciating and being aware of what it's doing to your body. I think some people don't even connect the dots. So that was one thing that really stuck out. But then also, um, and also the, the financial cost of it. I mean, you're spending money, he has a calculator, but because you're spending money on alcohol and, you know, maybe you have one too many, that's already more money out of your pocket. So maybe you have to spend money 
for a cab home instead of walking. And then maybe you sleep in, so you have to buy an extra coffee. And then maybe your immune system gets a little down from the alcohol. And so now you're buying a green juice or, you know, your supplements and the the money yeah. just like keeps churning out. And, and then like Renee said before, you're missing a deal. So lost revenue. It's very expensive. It really is. It's not just that $5 beer. There's a lot no. of money being lost. So if you want to save money, that's a really quick way to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I think most people yeah. get that. But yeah. I also really love that he talked about party hosts. When you go to a party, there's a lot of pressure to drink, right? And that's the first thing that a host does when you walk in the door. What can I get you to drink? And he says, you, the party host doesn't care if you drink. They just care if you're having fun. Right. That really resonated with me because I think there is like this feeling I have to show up. I have to, you know, be engaged. And that involves drinking because that's just sort of a common thing. Like you go to a restaurant while you're waiting for your table, you order a drink at the bar. That's just so common. Yeah. But, and I like that he says the, it's attractively packaged poison. Oh, hell yeah. And, and then it's the smiling assassin. I think <laughs> of that now, every time I do go to a restaurant, that, like you feel pressured when you sit down at the table and you're like, I'll just have a water. The server, like sometimes will give you a glare, like, well, there goes my extra money maker, you know? And so he yeah. calls them the smiling assassins. So. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I don't know, like I love a good cocktail and you look at the menu and you're like, that sounds amazing. It's really hard. It is hard. It is hard. But then he has created these programs and hopes he talks about that more in the episode, you know, whether you're ready to do three days without alcohol or 90 days, he's created this, these programs that really support you through it. And not to bash AA, but he's, he's very different from what AA does. And, um, he talks about that in the episode and how he's very successful with helping people mm-hmm. through this. So yeah, yeah, I love that episode. Really awesome guy. And if you don't know James Swanick, he also has a blue light blocking glass company. It's called Swanick. We called the glasses Swannies. That was actually my first pair of blue light blocking glasses I ever had. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're still cool. my favorite. So he talked a lot about sleep because obviously if you're drinking, you're going to need to sleep more to recover. Right. So why is alcohol so bad? Well, okay. So James Swanick, that's episode 57. Go back and listen to it if you haven't already. It's amazing. But why is alcohol so toxic? We got into this with Todd White in episode 62. We talked all about the food industry, which is basically the same as the wine industry. And he said there are top... There are three top wine companies that make over 52% of U.S. wine. And the top 30 companies make over 70% of U.S. wine. So they've really created this this hold on the market and they've controlled everything. So if you go into a grocery store and you're spending all this time to like figure out exactly what wine you want, like your decision overload, oh my God, like there's no point because you're probably choosing between three companies. That's so mind-blowing. And I love what he said about the picture of the the chateau in France and like, yeah, we're such suckers for marketing, you know, totally. It's just the same crap. (laughs) It's the same crap. And this is part of the dirty secret of the wine industry that he goes into. So it's the same as commercial food farming, like with the wine industry, it's commercially processed. So there are molds, microbes, mycotoxins, pesticides, artificial additives in there. There's so much crap. And so when you feel like crap, shit after drinking. It's because of all the unnecessary ingredients that are put into the wine. So Todd started Dry Farm Wines. Hallelujah. Thank goodness. (laughs) Dry Farm Wines is the greatest thing that ever happened. 
<laughs> so it's free of all that, free of molds, microtoxins. It's inherently sugar-free because they have a full fermentation process and it's called dry farm because they don't irrigate the soil. So the roots are forced to go down deep into the dry soil to take the nutrients out. So it actually is a, can I say it's a healthier wine? And yeah, more nutritious wine. <laughs> yeah, well, how he explained like the stressed vines have higher polyphenol content. And oh, for yeah. any of you that are drinking wine to get your resveratrol, you really should be <laughs> drinking dry farm because that's where the antioxidants are hiding. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hormesis for plants. I thought that was so interesting. But just to go back to like the labeling thing, I it blows my mind that the lobbyists have found a way to keep ingredient labels off of wine. But that's what I really appreciate about dry farm wine. You can literally turn the bottle around and see how many grams of sugar in the bottle. But go mm-hmm. to your grocery store and pick up a bottle of wine. You don't know what ingredients are in there. You don't know how much sugar, how many calories. You have no idea. There's no regulations. Yet now you can go to a restaurant and see how many calories are in your entree. Isn't that right. Cool? I know the transparency is not really, doesn't really make sense all the time, but you, you want that transparency for those products. So I, I think if they aren't telling you, they're probably hiding something. Exactly. It's like why I've never shopped at Trader Joe's. Oh, it's all private labeling. Like there's no transparency. They won't tell you where anything comes from. So really not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really trusted that store. I stay away from it. I call it the fake health food store. That oh, makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is processed and packaged except for the produce, but who knows what's on that very shiny waxy produce. Yeah, I find organic produce to not be good there, and then I would never buy non-organic, so it's not an option. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I we just love the conversation with Todd and and to kind of close things out, you know, what he said is sharing a bottle of wine or two with friends is a magical thing and spreads love. Yeah, that's and why just, we drink wine. Yeah, yeah. It's not just about, you know, pouring alcohol down. It's the experience. In community. In community, yeah, yeah. So really appreciated his conversation. Yeah, I don't want to be redundant, but I just thought that was such a great follow-up episode to Todd. Sorry, to James, because he kind of got me. I was like, oh, maybe I should consider going alcohol-free. But then Todd was like, listen, we can do this in moderation. There's a healthier way to do this and still enjoy the social aspects, still enjoy a glass that tastes really good. You can do all yeah. of it. Yeah. And I think, you know, they both also pointed out, like, how is it really affecting you, right? Using that data or however you want to quantify how you're feeling, but is it affecting you? You know, are you losing money? Are you losing sleep? So that kind of brings us to the next category is testing. We're huge fans of testing. We had so many great experts on the show this season that talked about different testing. I think first to start off, so self-decode, we kind of mentioned that, or I mentioned that earlier in the episode. So that was looking at your genetics with Joe Cohen. And he started the episode by saying, I guess what got him into this world, you know, he says, why does one thing work for one person and not for another? Right. And that's really what biohacking is about. We're so different in and you can't just follow the same diet that your neighbor down the street is doing, right? We're, we're all so different. And that led him down to this down this path of saying, well, what's my kryptonite? What's your kryptonite? And that got him down the road of the genetics. And we talked a lot about different things that you can look on your look at on your genetic report, like food sensitivities, lectin sensitivities, the TH1, TH2 balance, which is looking at your immune function. 
Um, we even talked about like vegan versus carnivore, right? There's so many cool genetic things that you can learn mm-hmm. from what he started. Yeah. So we're really just getting a risk assessment with genetics. So I think a lot of people are like, why, what's the point in testing genetics? Something's going to happen or it's not, but that's not true. Like we have epigenetics, we can control our expression. I just think genetics is sort of like a cool intro at the very least to see what's in your health history. Like what could be coming your way because you have control. Like we're creating agency. So by gaining this information, we're just sort of like trying to lay out the puzzle pieces. I think this is I think this is the framework for the puzzle. Yeah. And he said blueprint, like you just said framework, right? I picture like the blueprint for a house, right? Like you want to know what's going on at the foundation, but then, you know, you can build from there and see what works and doesn't work. Yeah. So self-decode, if you want to check that out with Joe Cohen, that was episode 68. He also has self-tact, which is a website blog about genetic information. But if any time you guys want to learn more about genetics specifically, Renee and I are happy to take you through that and sort of guide you to the right test and then help you to interpret it because there's a lot of information. It can be overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> All right. So more testing. We kind of already dipped our toe in this water, but hacking ketones and glucose. We talked to Dorian Greenow. He's the founder of Keto Mojo, which is the at-home finger prick device that can test your glucose and your ketones. It's all in one, Keto Mojo. Yeah. He is awesome. He is so awesome. I was going to say, when I was listening to this episode over the weekend, I I noticed I started writing down all these quotes. I have like 20 quotes from him. I'm going to call (laughs) him a quoter. He speaks a lot. So yeah, he does have a (laughs) lot. He's a great speaker. Mm-hmm. So he talked a lot about um, the farm bill and you know the, the problem with our, our farming industry, right? We're subsidizing all of these crops that are not nutrition, corn, soybean, wheat, things that are actually lowering our health. But he's really passionate about changing this farm bill because we need real food. <laughs> yeah. He's also really passionate about ketones, which is a... That is a a long conversation. So I'm just going to tell you, go listen to the episode, but he is a wealth of information. But again, he, he's all about the test, assess, address. If you're not testing, how the hell do you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I love his saying about being flex fueled, right? You were saying it's like a superhero and, mm-hmm. you know, using food as the ultimate biohack. It's, that's so true. We all eat every day. Well, unless we're fasting, obviously, but it is the ultimate biohack. You can change your health so quickly. And he even thinks that keto could feed the world. That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, he has some really great solutions. So listen to that one if you want to learn more about the ketogenic diet, but the keto mojo specifically, Renee and I both have it. It's really useful as a way to get started with testing your glucose. And the reason the ketones are important is that they have an inverse relationship. So if your glucose is low, your ketones are high, and we get all these benefits from having ketones present. Um, I think it's also an excellent check mark for the CGM because there's a delayed response for the CGM. So sometimes if you are questioning the number that the CGM is giving you, you can get an in-the-moment snapshot of what is actually in your blood with the Keto Mojo. Right, so a great a cross-reference. but. Easy to do, finger prick at home. Yes, it's a needle. It's not that bad. Try it. Yeah, super easy. I think everyone should have it. 
And I, and I even love that he says, you know, don't go chasing ketones, chase results. Like here he has created this amazing product, but he, he doesn't want you to have to just rely on that for the rest of your life. Like use it, learn about your body, right? Similar to what we say about the CGM. And then you're going to know what you should be eating and shouldn't be eating and how you're feeling, right? right? It's just a tool to get you to the next level. Well, and do it right. So many people do keto wrong and then they stop and they say, oh, that didn't work. It's like, well, did you test? Did you look at your results? Did you really right. like suss this out? I think a lot of people just are starting keto because they see recipes and everyone's doing it. So you just cut out your carbs and make fat bombs. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's I a mean, very delicate process. Yeah. Every, I will say every person that has told me keto didn't work for them. When I then say, well, were you testing your ketones? They say, <laughs> no, one? no, I haven't met anyone that was actually checking and measuring if they were in ketosis. Tell me keto didn't work. I've never yeah. seen that. So Same. yeah, like you said, you can't just be like, you know, eating fat bombs on top of your bagel. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so if that interests you, definitely go to ketomojo.com. That website is incredible. So much information. Really accessible, so much research, so much information to get you started. If you have a question, I guarantee you can find the answer on there. But get a Keto Mojo. You can get them on Amazon. We have a link. We'll put it in the show notes. Really, really great tool. Since we're talking about data, we can talk about data forever. What are we supposed to do with this data? So we get these numbers and then how do we know what to do with it? right? The whole point is to reach our goal or to make a lifestyle change so we, that we can optimize and, and feel better. But I think sometimes we get a little overwhelmed with technology. Yeah. And then the last test that we, we just released this episode was with Excella. So we had uh, Dr. Erica on, who is the co-founder of Excella. And this is a really cool test because I guess to keep it simple, we're looking at your gut microbiome. But to get more advanced, we're looking at 11, 11 different metabolites in your blood. So it's an at-home blood test, just a little finger prick, send it off. You get your results pretty quick. But by looking at these 11 metabolites, they can actually assess um, immune function, digestion, uh, what they call energetic efficiency. So overall energy, cognition, your emotional balance. So such a great way to just like get a baseline of what's going on in your body and then they also give you recommendations with it. How many of these tests give you recommendations, right? They usually are like, here's the data, good luck. This report gives you nutrition, fitness, sleep, mindfulness, supplements, all of the recommendations with the report. Well, that and you can work with one of their health pros, which Renee is a health pro. If you haven't listened to the episode, go check in. And I think any lab test that you as a consumer can order yourself you really want that. You want the the results to be clear. You want the suggestions. And then you also want the option to work with a practitioner and they do all of that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So a little upgrade to the testing options. There are some, there are some technologies out there where you can test and you can also upgrade at the same time. Something like biofeedback, where you are measuring brain activity, measuring the status of the brain health. And then you get opportunities right there on the spot. So we did an interview with Dr. Andrew Hill from Peak Brain. He runs this institute. They do EEG testing, so measuring the brain and then also giving neurofeedback. So I think the analogy is it's kind of like a video game. You put on this, this headset and you can actually retrain your brain during that session. 
I love that he said, you can choose what type of brain you have. So just like you choose what kind of body you have, what kind of food you eat, you can actually make changes to the body. We know this now, right? This is this has been proven. There is neuroplasticity of the brain. We're not just doomed to have the damage or whatever our genetics say that we're going to have with our brain. Right. Um, and the fact that you can change your brain, he said, faster than the rest of your body. Like he sees changes in the brain within two or three neurofeedback sessions. And he compared that to, you know, someone comes into the gym and they say they want a six pack. Well, that's going to take more than two or three sessions, (laughs) right? Six months at least of a lot of hard work. So I thought that was pretty fascinating how quickly the brain can change. Yeah. He did. I think he called it personal training for your brain, right? Yes. Personal training for your brain. Yes. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. So he's doing some interesting research with disassociating the brain from addiction. So addiction to cannabis or alcohol or gaming or whatever it is, you can actually train your brain to release these addictions. A a really powerful, I guess, psychology tool, right? I know he has a lot of relationships with psychologists and uh, psychotherapists where, you know, this, this work really goes hand in hand because sometimes a psychologist can't really get down to the root of this neurochemistry. Like you need the technology to make those changes. And then you can go back to the psychologist and do the counseling and, and the talk therapy. Yeah. I think anyone that's suffering from, yeah, any kind of addiction, brain fog, traumatic brain injuries, chronic pain too. You had some good questions for him about chronic pain. Just working, like you said, working with someone that does the neurofeedback and a psychologist, I think you'll have amazing results with that. Yeah. I think if you could do just one brain session in your lifetime, and then you can see if you need more. I think uh, there's no other way to test for this than to get that biofeedback. So um, yeah. And you can do it at home now, right? He said he'll send you the kit and you can do it from home. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then another really cool piece of technology. I am still so fascinated with this. We had Mateo from Eight Sleep on. So this is really biohacking your bed. So it's again, collecting data, but then it's also using technology to improve your sleep. So it's targeting it both ways. But this bed, well, let me correct myself. So you can actually get the mattress or you can get the cover, right? So it's looking at your body temperature, your heart rate variability, respiratory rate, how often you're tossing and turning, how often you're waking up, it's assessing all of that. And then it's supporting you through thermoregulation, right? It's changing the temperature of the bed. And then over time, it's actually helping with what he called sleep compression. So say right now you need nine hours of sleep to feel really good. Using this bed, you might be able to sleep only seven hours and feel really good. So compressing the sleep window by making your sleep more efficient. And I am all about sleep efficiency. I'm like, if I can sleep Mm -hmm. less and get more done Mm -hmm. by using this technology, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, don't we all want that? And it's not like it's a, a magic pill, you're not just bypassing something. We're actually just working on the quality. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not taking a pill that makes you need less sleep. That's going to eventually catch up to you. What was that movie, um, with Bradley Cooper, the nootropic he took? Oh gosh. We've talked about this on the podcast. I can't. Why am I blanking on the name? Maybe I need a nootropic right now. But anyways, (laughs) so I, I just like, I kind of think of that where like, he's like on super speed and his brain's working and he doesn't need sleep but then it eventually catches up to him and he just totally crashes, right? You don't ever want to do something like that that's going to bypass that. And this is really getting to the root of your sleep issues. So yeah, 
Limitless. It's definitely on my list. I figured it out. Oh, limitless. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I don't know. This bed mattress, eight sleep. It sounds really magical. So Santa, Renee and Lauren would like an eight sleep for Christmas. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah. I did ask really- for it, but it was above the budget this year. So <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is of high value. I'll just say that, but listen, I think this is our future of technology, just being able to put all of this information and you're getting that feedback right away. So it's making changes. Like they're sending you push notifications if you need to make a change in the temperature. So I have the chili pad, which I love, but in my opinion, I think this is many steps up. So with the chili pad, I get one temperature throughout the night. But what Mateo taught us is that with thermoregulation, your body really needs different temperatures from when you go to sleep to the middle of the night to the morning. And, you know, we know this. A lot of people go to bed and wake up with different clothes on. Right, right. changes. So, and I like that he uses that to wake you up. Like if you can set the alarm for what time you need to be up by and the bed will know what temperature to change to, to wake you up. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> it's a very smart bed. Smart <laughs> we have bed. smartphones and we have dumb phones and we have smart beds and we have dumb beds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so I think that the HRV data is just amazing. And you all know that we love that metric. We test it with our aura ring. I test on my whoop band. Renee has some other cool technology coming in to test, but we did an episode all about HRV. So episode 69. This is the what, the why, the how about HRV. So if you still have questions, check out that episode. It's a really great snapshot of our overall wellness. It's our recovery and we want that variability. So it can give you a lot of indication on how you're recovering from your workouts. Are you getting enough sleep? Is your body just getting what it needs to function optimally? Yeah. And fun fact, I think this was actually our third most popular episode of the season. Oh, I did not know that. So clearly everyone else is interested in HRV. So we're going to try and maybe do another episode in season four. We'll bring on an expert on this topic. Cool. All right. We have more technology, right? Yeah. So we had at the beginning of the season, we had Eileen Durfee on. I mean, definitely go back and listen to the episode to talk where she talks about all the different devices. We won't go down that rabbit hole right now, but you know, things that are going to help with your indoor air pollution, detoxification, you know, things like infrared saunas and air filters, really, really cool technology, but it was a really fitting topic at the time because she did talk a lot about COVID and how what's going on with being indoors way more than normal. Although some people are already indoors a lot and really what's going on with that indoor air pollution. And she said that indoor air is three times more toxic than outdoors, which is really scary. Depending on your home, but most people have toxic homes. Even if you think you have a clean home, But, you know, a lot of people have mold, hidden mold. You move into a new home and there's new new carpet, new paint, all which off gases and you're breathing that in. So we really have to work on our indoor air. Open your windows, buy some plants because it's affecting our mood. It's affecting our immune health. It's really affecting every part of our our being. So we're getting way too many toxins by spending time indoors. And then on top of that, we know we're not getting enough nutrients, right? Our diets are crap, healthy. Our soil is bad. So we're not getting enough nutrients. So she said too many toxins, not enough nutrients. So yeah, and how that really, place. yeah. And I thought it was interesting how she said, 
like what that really is doing is it's affecting us on the cellular level and the body's ability to make energy. But at the same time, our bodies are really smart and can adapt, right? She was saying like, you know, if we don't have enough selenium, our body can use mercury. It can displace that. We don't have enough iodine, you know, our body can use fluoride and displace that. Like that's very frightening, but I guess in the long run, it's helpful that our body can adapt, but we don't want to be displacing these minerals with heavy metals. Right. I mean, it's a function of homeostasis. The body is just seeking balance. Right. But it's like we're forcing our bodies to work so hard to find that balance. So we just really need to reduce the toxic burden. So she has some really cool gadgets on her website, Creatrix Solutions. Uh, One of which is a negative ion refresher. So we know we get negative ions from the earth, from the ground, from like fresh air. And when we're inside, we don't get enough of that. And with EMFs and radiation and the off-gassing from carpets and the paints, all all that stuff, we're we're getting this imbalance of ions. So she has an ionic refresher to help boost your negative ions. She has some really cool water filtration systems that oxygenate and ozonate the water. Anything else on there you really love, Renee? Oh, the Breathe Safe. The Breathe Safe. Yes. Yeah, which she invented. So, all really great gadgets to definitely check out. And I thought it was cool that she said that if you can get enough negative ions, it's been proven to be better than an antidepressant. I believe that. Well, that's why we ground, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, the grounding. And she was big on that. Yeah. But with winter time and also with more shutdowns, we don't have that opportunity. So definitely check her stuff out. I think the Ionic Refresher, Breathe Safe are really great tools, especially through the winter. So speaking of toxic burden, EMFs, radiation, we brought on, I think, who is the king of this topic, Daniel Debon of Defender Shield. He has a really fascinating history with this stuff. He used to work for Bell Labs. So he was working with telephones way back when. And he was exposed to all this research basically saying that EMFs were going to kill us and everyone that he worked with was ignoring it. They didn't care. I don't know if that's because they were on a path to just making money and taking over the world, but he has some really crazy research about what EMFs are doing to our brain they're really dangerous to children and pregnant women, right? We're, we're seeing neurological changes, changes to the frontal lobe. So kids that have ADHD, you know, is it because of all of this exposure? I don't know if we can say definitely, but um, definitely something worth looking into. Yeah. And I just really appreciated that he didn't really have a motivation to prove that EMFs were dangerous. No, right. he was just like, what is this? This is we, like, we can't ignore this. this. Right. And he just kept looking more and more at the research. And he also, you know, kind of debunked some of the research, right? I think some people go a little extreme with EMFs and he's like, well, no, we don't really have scientific research to prove that, but we do have research to prove a lot of the things that you just listed, Lauren, right? Um, and especially like infertility, he talks a lot about that. And I think that was part of his motivation to continue the research. Mm-hmm. He was like, I want you know, my wife and I want grandkids one day. Maybe we should create something that would help that, right? And that's how he yeah. came out with the Defender Shield uh, lap. What do, you, what do you call that thing? It goes under your laptop. Basically. I never know what to call it. Someone asked me the other day. It's like a, <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> it's like a, a, a board. I don't know. It's a laptop board. <laughs> it goes under yeah. my computer. So I actually have it under my laptop on my desk right now. But if I were to put it on my lap, it would be extra protective because you don't want that radiation like right on top of your body. Right. Which is funny. Um, it's called a laptop. It should never be put on your lap. It should never be put on your lap. Don't <laughs> do it. So don't I don't know. I use it on my desk too, because I want to minimize that risk as much as possible. I have my favorite thing from Defender Shield is the fanny pack. I wear that thing every single day. <laughs> I got it as Yay. a birthday gift for my family. Thank you. I think that was from me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, ear pods, not ear pods, uh, headphones. So right. please don't wear Apple AirPods. Don't do it. They're talking to each other through your brain. Defender Shield has some really awesome um, headphones that are. A little bit safer. Yeah. Maybe a lot of it. <laughs> Maybe a lot of it safer. So, yeah. Great for great. children. Go on their website. If your kid is doing virtual school and sitting in front of a tablet computer all day long, the stuff is really, really important. But adults need it too. Check it out. So that's episode yeah. 53, EMFs and Radiation with Daniel Debon. Amazing. Yeah. And then the last piece of technology we had for episode 66, we had Scott Kennedy from Light Path LED. So this was all about light therapy and the healing that happens with that. You know, you've probably seen Lauren and I using our red light a lot, but Scott really goes into the research of actually not just red light, but also green light and blue light and what that's doing and, and how we really should be using this light for um, whole body therapy, but also local therapy, right? So if you have maybe pain in your knee, that's really good, but also skin health, gut health, brain health. Oh my gosh, there's so many amazing things. And, and to quote Scott, I thought this was super helpful just to make it very simple. He says, light therapy only does one thing, but it does it really, really well. And what I mean by that one thing is it focuses on the cells. It focuses on the mitochondria and it helps the cell to create more energy that our bodies need to thrive every day. Similar to what Eileen was saying, right? Yeah. yeah it's all about our mitochondria and the ATP and the energy that we can produce come, should come from within. Right. And, and like to look at the body in a simple way, it's like, just support the mitochondria and your body can do a lot <laughs> on its own. I thought yeah. that was really amazing. And now we both have a light path device and I love it. Yeah. Scott is awesome because he's not just making and selling devices. He is a practitioner. So he has a whole practice where he is treating people and taking them through protocols and really doing the educational side. And that's not just in his clinic, but also if you purchase one of his devices, he's going to call you personally. He'll probably call your cell phone to get you set up and make sure you feel comfortable and understand it and guide you in whichever direction you need to go. He's also constantly making upgrades. I know his newer devices actually have frequencies. You can set the frequency depending on if you're working locally, systemically, or maybe on a certain body part. Different areas of the body respond to different frequencies. So he's you know, integrating this like um, this a whole other side of energy medicine with the, the light stuff. So he is doing some incredible things. Also, just like another plug, I think it's much more affordable than other red lights out there. So I think biggest bang for your buck if you're going to purchase a red oh, light. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm highly recommending that. I mean, just like the trade-in option. And like you said, the complimentary phone call. What other company is doing that? Certainly not. I won't say who. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool. So much technology. Listen, if you're overwhelmed by it, you can always write into us and we can sort of guide you towards what you may need or benefit from. We're not going to send you technology that's going to harm you. I think these companies are just really doing incredible things and it's it's tested. And, you know, there's always like more exposure to to power and radiation with these things. But I think all of these, uh, the founders of these companies are are really trying to improve health. So they've taken that into consideration. So safety protocols in place and really some awesome healing opportunities. So next up, we have a few practitioners that we've spoken with. So Renee and I ourselves are practitioners and we love to chat with other like-minded coaches and practitioners. So we had some cool people on. Uh, Number one, Christine Dinese, our friend Christine. She's awesome. This is episode 64. She does a lot of genetic testing. And she's also really big into the biology of belief. That's Bruce Lipton's work. So in her work with clients, she's using the biology of belief, which really is about your cells communication and your body's communication with your mind, right? Your cells are always listening. So we can affect our health just by changing our thoughts. So I thought that was a really fascinating bridge that not many people are doing, pulling in the genetic component which is just scientific and <laughs> it is what it is. And then, you know, bringing this whole other like really actionable solution where we're trying to make changes to our belief system and to our thought process. She's also just like a very wonderful woman. She has an incredible relationship with her daughter. So really fascinating interview for our mommies out there. She had some good advice about parenting and she's just a great, a great friend overall. Yeah. And she also really taught us about more about biological medicine. I mean, our, our dad practices biological dentistry, so we've had a good exposure there, but really explaining the difference between biological and functional medicine. And she had a good point that functional medicine still tends to cart, uh, compartmentalize the body, the human body. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I thought that was really interesting about, about biological medicine, but then that also ties into, we had Dr. Jobot on who is Christine's good friend. It's funny how small this community really is, right? Everyone knows each mm-hmm. other. Um, and his practice is a biological medicine practice. And he has a practice in Scottsdale, also has one in Rhode Island. And he, again, talked us through allopathic functional biological medicine. And they both really put biological medicine up on a pedestal as the best option because you're looking at, you know, again, the body on a cellular level. You're really getting to the root of everything. Yeah. And I just appreciated he had some really good analogies about healthcare, you know, the future of healthcare, where medicine's going. And I also kind of appreciated that he said, you know, vets are the best doctor as an, you know, animal oh, yeah. lovers. Remember that? He was like, you know, a vet, they, they touch their patient, they run the diagnostics, they ask, what are you eating or what are you feeding your pet? Right. Cause they don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. Not many doctors are really doing that. So mm-hmm. that was a good analogy as well. Yeah. So go, go see your vet to find out what's wrong with you. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He's also a fellow biohacker. You know, he's, 
like our dad, I think he's been biohacking since like the eighties before biohacking was a thing. So he has some funny stories there. Yeah. So if you're in Arizona, go check him out in Scottsdale. But that episode is number 54 with Dr. Jobot. Another great practitioner we had on, Angela Foster. She's our fellow biohacker across the pond. She's in the UK. She also has a podcast about health optimization and biohacking. So we did like a roundtable because we wanted to have her on our podcast and she wanted to have us on hers. So we just did one episode and, and released it to both. And it ended up just being a very casual discussion about our experiences with everything from fasting to measuring glucose to how to optimize sleep. We talked a lot about cortisol and the adrenals and then like just some fun other things. She's a lot of fun. She's also a mom. So it was, it was good to have that biohackerish perspective as someone that has children already. You know, how do you bring children into this world? How do you parent them? How do you teach them about biohacking? Her kids are going in a sauna. It's really cool. So Yeah. And doing cold showers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Amazing. love it. So she's a lot of fun. Angela Foster, that is episode 72. And then another biohacker here, we had Dr. Q Collins on from the deuterium depletion. I'm sorry, the center for deuterium depletion. And can I just say that I while I was editing the episode, I was laughing again. Like he was so much fun to listen to. Like Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to this one, you will learn so much and you will laugh your way through it. It was very entertaining and educational, but this is really going into again, deuterium depleted water. I think this is not a topic enough people are talking about. He makes something somewhat complex, very simple, just, you know, the deuterium that we're being exposed to, we're eating it, we're breathing it, we're drinking it. And he really believes that it's at the root of almost every disease that's plaguing this is our society today, which is, that's pretty mind blowing. But mm-hmm. so he really helps people with all different health issues, but he has a specialty in cancer. He says he's a cancer biohacker. So he helps not just humans that have cancer, but also pets, mainly dogs. So he gets into that piece as well. Really, yeah, really I thought that stuff. was interesting to to sort of just pinpoint deuterium and say it's it's the foundation of all of our problems. What he's really saying is we have to look at what's happening to our planet, what's happening to our food system. So he's bringing up these foundational issues that that I mean that ran through all of our episodes. We know we need to eat better food. We know we have to take care of our soil. We know we need to like be kinder to the animals. <laughs> so yeah. you know it was it's a natural. Uh, evolution, the deuterium levels are rising, but it's definitely something to be aware of, especially if you are at that point of chronic disease and cancer. But I think I went into the episode thinking, you only really need to know about it if you have a problem. And now I'm like, Mm. everyone, everyone needs to know about this. How did I not know about this before? We should at least be aware of it. You should at least get a test and see, I don't know what's going on. New York City tap water is crap. I know that from that test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I appreciated the information about the testing. And then they also have an action plan spe- that will be specific to what you need. So, yeah. and we'll, we'll link to that website in the show notes so you can look at their whole testing program and then the mitochondrial cleansing program that they have. Yeah. And then back to our favorite topic, sleep. <laughs> Another one of our favorite guests, Dr. Kelly 
who is from Neurohacker. So the supplement Qualia, which is a nootropic. Listen, this is a product company, but there is so much more behind Neurohacker Collective. They're constantly doing so much research. And Dr. Kelly, who is a naturopath, is a wealth of information about sleep. So it's not just about taking the candy, the supplement, the drug, whatever. He had some really interesting information about sleep deprivation, the way our sleep needs change throughout the year, right? It's seasonal, but also it changes from person to person. And we know about sleep chronotypes. We all have slightly different needs and timing. Some people can go to bed later. Some people need a nap in the afternoon. So I love that he said we really need to honor our bio-individuality, which can be difficult at times, right? If your chronotype is vastly different from your partner's, <laughs> I could see that could present some issues. <laughs> I think the point is we just have to honor our differences because everything is so personal. There it is. It comes back to personalization. <laughs> yes. I slept sleep. in... I slept in a lot this weekend, or both days, Saturday and Sunday, and I thought of Dr. Kelly. I'm like, he would be proud. I'm paying off my sleep debt. <laughs> yes. I love the sleep debt thing because I think I've always tried to... I, we know that consistency is really good for the body, but there right. are times when you really just have to pay back your sleep debt. It can be really useful. And he learned that from being in the Navy, right? He learned like he was not sleeping. <laughs> Right. It eventually hit him pretty hard. Yeah. True health hacker. And then he kind of goes into nootropics and what they're actually doing, you know, is changing innate processes in the body. So over time, you shouldn't have to keep taking it. It's hopefully going to like actually make some changes to your biochemistry and then you don't need to take it forever. Right. We know that with supplements. You don't want to take it forever. We shouldn't always have to rely on supplements. It's a supplement to our metabolic and biochemical processes. Right. It never really made sense to me that we should be taking a sleep supplement every night. That's just knocking us out, knocking you out, knocking you out. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is actually a nootropic. So I really appreciate that insight. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought of one other thing that I loved. He mentioned that communication is about signal and noise. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about communication in the body there's signal and noise. And I think I've been using this phrase a lot now because it just really Mm -hmm. resonated with me. Like all the noise that's in our body that contributes to chaos and disease and also all the noise that's in our environment that (laughs) it's giving us anxiety and fear. So we're just trying to like bring down that noise so we can communicate efficiently with the body. Yeah, That's sort of like a broad, broad spectrum idea about health. Yeah. Very good. Speaking of quality and night, we did have a couple other awesome speakers that have actually developed their own products. We have two women that were on. Gosh, they are so amazing. So first up, we have Ingrid, um, Ingrid De La O. This was episode 65, all about clean toxin-free smoothies. And before we even talk about the smoothies, I, I still am just like blown away by her journey with Crohn's disease. How mm-hmm. I can't believe her doctor said that her diet and nutrition had nothing to do with her Crohn's disease. I can't believe that. (laughs) It's nonsense, but I don't want to believe it. Yeah. I don't want to believe it, but she, she really was like, I'm not going to just take a prescription drug for the rest of my life. And she figured out how to heal her, her own body. And she used, you know, superfoods and plant medicine and 
I love how she's done so much research about the synergistic effects of these superfoods. Like, right, we maybe hear like, oh, camu camu is great and maca is great and cacao is great. But what happens when we put them together, right? It's not just one plus one is two, it's one plus one is 10. And mm-hmm. I haven't really heard anyone else talk about that. So I thought that was really fascinating. And then again, going back to the regulations, kind of like the wine industry, right? Like, what is the sourcing? What are the toxic ingredients going into these products? You know, I would never just buy some superfood off the shelf at, you know, Walgreens or CVS. Like, who knows what kind of toxic crap you're getting in there? And she's Renee, gone. But it says superfood. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can't trust the label, but she's kind of gone above and beyond, right? She even said there's some ingredients she can't put in her superfoods because she just can't get the right sourcing. Yeah. A lot of integrity there with her company. She looks all over the world and if it's not perfect or if it's not up to her standards, it's not going in the product. So you really can rely on, on clean, clean ingredients because what we know about plant proteins, plants, their job is to absorb toxins and metals from the soil, from the environment. That's their job. And so this is not a knock on vegans and vegetarians, but if you're relying solely on plant foods and you don't know where that food is coming from, you are getting a lot of toxic crap. And if you are eating, drinking plant protein smoothies and you don't know where that came from, and that is just like super, super concentrated What's going into your body when you think that you're putting plants because they're healthy and friendly and <laughs> not aggressive? Like it could be the complete opposite. So, yeah. So, if you soul. want a good smoothie, yeah, Two Soul Wellness, we'll put a link in the show notes for that. Great, great. And they taste great. I love yes, them. And they're convenient because they come in packets. So, I like to travel with them. Oh, nice. I actually save them for when I travel. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they're tasty, even just like with water. So if you just take a water bottle, dump it in, shake, shake, shake. And it mixes well? I haven't done that. Well, it helps to have uh, one of the the shakers that has like the metal ball in it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have a gazillion of those, so. Yeah, I think just a normal shake, shake is not going to do it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. All right, to our other superhero, female entrepreneur, health hacker. Kylie Anderson, she talked all about gut health and probiotics. This was episode 67. Her story is crazy. She got into this because she was actually, I don't mean to laugh. She was fired from her job for being pregnant. Yes, there are more details to that story, but that's essentially what happened. And so she had to get really creative and find essentially another career. And then she had a child who was not having good poops. And so she became solution oriented and was looking for probiotics to help her child with his gut health and realized there was not really a good probiotic on the market for kids, for babies. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to make it myself. And she did that. That is so cool. Yes. The ultimate entrepreneur right there. Yeah. So in her company is Jetson and Jetty is for kids. So she has it for adults and for kids and babies. And especially for those C-section babies like myself, we need the extra gut diversity and population in our microbiome. So, yeah. um, And on her website, there's a health quiz. So if you don't know where to start, I know probiotics is a rabbit hole. And if you want to learn more, 
So Kylie is an amazing entrepreneur. She told us on the episode, she's not a scientist. So she is happy to say like, go find the research. Our last season we had on Tina Anderson from Just Thrive. So if you want like a very basic introduction to probiotics, that is great. And then come listen to Kylie. And if you have a baby, I think this is a great place to start. But there's a quiz on her website. So if you just need to know where to get started, it's a little bit of personalization, which we love. Oh yeah. All about the personalization. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's episode 67 with Kylie. I think that wraps it up. Products, technology, practitioners, tech. I said technology, testing, alcohol, <laughs> blood sugar, and COVID. We did it. <laughs> yeah. The only other episode we had was episode 63, which was just you and I when we did a surprise Q&A. So if you ever want to hear more about like what we were trying that week, biohacking wise. (laughs) Yeah. This also was just like, we plan our episodes. This one was not planned. We got to just fire off questions that we wanted to ask each other. So if you want a more personal experience and just get to know us a little better, (laughs) that one was fun. Yeah. Key takeaways, something I learned this season or something that was really driven home for me listen, we have to look at our farming. We have to look at what we're doing to our planet because it's affecting our soil, which is affecting our food. It's affecting the air that we breathe. We know the air is toxic. Our environment is toxic. So technology to make sure that we're getting fresh air and getting negative ions and make sure we're taking care of the soil and that our food is of the highest quality. So that was a huge takeaway, like the planet, the health of the planet. And then sleep. Like if you're not sleeping, nothing is going to work. We got to sleep. That's for our immune health, our recovery. We see it in our data quantification. We see it, you know, after we have alcohol, sleep really shows us everything. Yeah. I think to jump on that, you know, definitely that's a big key takeaway about the farming, you know, uh, reading sacred cow, watching kiss the ground and now watching sacred cow. Now that that documentary is out. Like that's definitely a big theme for 2020 and also just the testing. I think, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't need to spend all this money on testing. You know, I can figure it out, but testing just gets you there so much faster. I think it can't be overlooked. And whether it's something as simple as just heart rate variability, I don't know, just start there. That's easy. It's pretty inexpensive. I think you have to be doing some kind of data and you know, or data collection or quantification to really be assessing what's going on. And um, I actually just ordered a new HRV biofeedback machine. So hey, yeah, I can't wait for you to explore that. Yeah, I'm really excited. And and speaking of season four, you know, we are still planning that season out. It's going to kick off in January 2021. But if you have any episode requests, any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want us to bring on, like, please message us. You can DM us on Instagram, email biohackerbabes at gmail.com. Let us know. We really want to prioritize what you all want to hear. Yes. And with that, if you guys ever want to take a deeper dive on any of these topics or get assistance with your lab testing, or maybe you have a your doctor and you just need help sussing it out. Like we are here for you. We're both practitioners. We can guide you through some protocols. And if you just want like a January reset, like we all do, we're going to do another biohacker babes challenge. So stay tuned for that. 
And yeah, what else? Yeah, the bio, <laughs> yeah, the Um, you can check out more information about the challenge there and sign up there as well. So thank you all for being here with us, for supporting us. We could not do this without you. And we always just look forward to more. We love our audience. And this is such a passion project for us. It's a learning experience for us. And we hope that you are learning just as much and and having fun. So this is just a big thank you for a very strange year, but an interesting and, um, you know, we found some joy, didn't we? we? We learned some things and hopefully you all are finding some joy too. And we hope that you have a wonderful holidays and we hope that you can connect with friends and family in some way that is so, so important for your health. So any way that you can make that happen, you can reach out to us. We will be your community if you don't have any, but wishing you a safe and healthy holiday. Yes. Wonderful. All right. We are signing off for 2020 and wishing you a happy new year and we'll see you in 2021. Heck yeah. See you soon. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Happy biohacking.